And we're back. Uh, thank you guys for tuning in to episode two of The Overachievers. I'm your host, Martin Amini, here with my partner in crime, DJ Bo. What's up, what's up, what's up? How y'all doing? First off, thank you to everyone who subscribed and commented. Uh, I was very surprised at how many uh, good feedback we got off the first episode. Shout out to Ross, uh, our last guest. Um, we had a big we had a big week, man. I started off the day strong, hit the gym. Yeah. Yeah. Hit the gym. Did so some, you want to run into? Did some running. Okay. okay. Getting back in shape. Right. Last week we had the overachievers. It should have been called an all-star show. That was I yeah, think now at this hitters. point. I think now at this point we're showing off. It's like yeah. it's like some ninety two dream team. Like they got to see Tony Woods just doing his primo material. My mom was in the building. Yeah. She's like, I like the Tony Woods. <laughs> I like Christian Romimers. I like the Hayward Thurup seat. I like the white comedian. I was like, Andy Klein, like, Jess, I liked Andy Klein. I was like, you like the whole lineup? I was like, not the whole lineup. I was like, what do you mean? <laughs> the only person left is me. Like, man, how many times do I have to hear? I look like an Uber driver. I, I get it. You look, <laughs> I see you every day. It's no, it's no good. I was like, all right, mom, you know, but no, nah, she that she she had a great time. Uh, what did you think about the show? I enjoyed it. That shit was dope. Um, Woods is definitely my favorite, of course. But uh, everybody bodied it, man. You know. Yeah, Tony came it. through with the primo material. Yeah, uh, he was showing off a little bit. He was in rare form. Yeah, he, man, was, he, was, he was definitely feeling showing it. off a little bit. But I, f- I definitely felt like it was gonna be. A- as soon as I got up on stage, I just knew the energy was crazy. We packed it out again. Thank you guys to everyone who came out and uh, bought tickets to that one, man. Um, the next one, mm-hmm. I so, think, will be, dare I say, even better. June 14th. Pressure's on. The lineup will be announced this week. Season finale, right? Season finale. We're going to take a couple months off, you know, hit a little meditation retreat, you know, tour the European mountains. <laughs> I don't know if there is mountains, but we we deserve to know if there is. We haven't taken a break in years. Yeah. It's been years. We might go back to Africa. I need to. Yeah. Well, I can I can come. Is there well, I can do course, an man. Airbnb yeah, yeah. situation out there? Yeah, my, no. Fuck that. We got houses. Hell yeah. Okay. We got yeah, we got the ho- we got the houses, plural. Houses. Bo got property. People don't understand. He's like uh he's like an African king. There, there's a backup plan, guys. Yeah, he just came out here being a humble <laughs> DJ. But he's actually, you know, my man owns plenty of goats back in Africa. <laughs> no, nah, I'm listening. Y'all True story. Like, yeah, it's not even. I'm, people are like, oh, you make it, you making that up? Like, no, Bo has plenty. It's actually a problem. He has to go back and claim his goats because <laughs> people are stealing the goats. I'm, I'm not making this up, Bo. Help me out. You're leaving. You're making me seem. No, like I mean you're sh- doing such a good job. I don't want to like tell him the story. Tell him the goat story. So, so. <laughs> Well, first off, it's not a goat story; it's a land story. But um, I've gone to the age where I need to kind of go back and like kind of set my flag down. Cause uh, wait, hold first. Uh, what flag? Where's the f- which flag? So basically, my granddad had property, mm-hmm. and um, before I left, my my dad was kind of overseeing it. That's where we grew up. And then how we much land here. are we t- are we talking about? How much land are we talking? Uh, oh, like man, we're talking acres. We're talking acres. Hundreds of acres. I don't know about hundreds, but we're we're talking acres. Are you rich? We're well off back home. What kind of animals are we talking about? Are we talking about (laughs) chicken, cows? Yeah. I mean, as of now, we have, um, we don't have cows. Okay. Uh, My my grandma had cows. I don't don't know if she still has a cattle farm, but 
We had uh we had a bunch of goats. So you were right about the goats. My man's balling, see? Yeah, we, we, we had some goats. Uh pigs. That's my, currency. My my dad made a buck of pigs. Okay. Uh yeah, good a good amount of pigs. Uh, a lot of chicken too. Because you right. could kind of do both the help manure and we the eating good eggs over here. And meat and all that. So so yeah, next this summer we're coming back to Cameroon to re- retake to plant our flags, and I'll be in the background on Instagram live, be like, yeah, <laughs> Replic- <laughs> reclaiming <laughs> land. Uh, that's gonna be that's gonna get easily two hundred likes on on IG. Damn. If I don't get two hundred likes on a reclaiming land post <laughs> with the goats, be like, yo, we just got back our goats. Now <laughs> see us, and it's like a ditty. It's like a, like a ditty. Like a, we're gonna do like a what do you call those? Uh, we just talked about in the car, the little videos, the three-second videos. Oh, the boomerangs. Boomerangs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we're going to do a little boomerang <laughs> with the goats, like, bra, bra, bra. And they're going, bra. And I'm going to be like, bra, bra, bra. And they're going, bra. All right. Well, you know boomerangs don't got no sound. I know, but it's going to be going. But you're going to see. It's going to be. You're going to have to, like, imagine the sounds that we're making because the goats going to be, like, excited. Right. Anyway, man. Uh, that was good. I uh, yeah, man. That brings us so we we didn't announce the lineup for June fourteenth, but I will say this: our next guest is on the lineup. It's going to be his third appearance on the Overachiever Show, which I believe is tied for the most appearances on an Overachiever Show with uh, the only other person that d- has done it as much as uh, our good friend Paris Sachet. Which leads me to our guest today. He is uh, the host and one of the founders of the Time. Uh, uh, the Time Machine, Machine. Roast, yeah. one of the co-founders of the Underground Comedy Fest, one of my best friends, I say top five comedians, one of the best riffers in D.C. <laughs> if you want to riff, this is the guy to hire. I think it's on his, it's on his link. I endorsed him on LinkedIn for best riff, <laughs> best riff comedian in D.C. Guys, give it up for the one and only Dylan Meyer. Hey, how's it going, guys? Per- Thanks for having me, huh? Hey, man. Of course, man. On Listen, episode man. two, welcome, we had to come strong. To the show. Best riffer, really? Wow. Best riffs. Hey, I'll riff to that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Can I come to Africa, you guys? Of course, man. I promise not to plant any flags. I don't think no. they want any of my flags. We don't, we don't, we don't want that. Yeah. After no, Black no. Panther, I'll, I'll take some flags time. up. Not a good time. <laughs> any white-looking flag, I'll remove from the premises. Well, I'll appreciate that. There you go. Boom. Yeah. I'm like a reverse colonizer. There nice. you go. I don't know what that is. <laughs> That's you. <laughs> I just undraw state lines. That's all I'm there to do. Yeah. Man, I know you were rich. I don't know you were I'm not rich, man. Rich. I don't... You got acres? Bro. I mean... That's rich. All I would say, my family was we're good, but we're not rich. And I, I, we we grew around, we grew up around rich people. We're we just gotta rich. swap out the ghosts for bitcoins. Be like, how many, how many bitcoins can we get for these goats? <laughs> just like figure out the black market situation. Bonos goats. Bonos goats. No things. Yeah, you're but, being real humble. If your but, dad no, no, shows no, up, no. With back like to that point. Um, pedals and stuff. The reason I say I'm not rich is, I just felt like that's how most people should have grown up. Is just owning some kind of property because mm-hmm. um, my roots are from there so right you know my it was passed down from generation to generation and i feel like most immigrants that's what we fail to have here it's just that land yeah we start we start no yeah we, yeah, st- we start over, starting over yeah, yeah so start from scratch yes yeah, so, which is as backwards but I, I i do i do acknowledge that 
that is some kind of richness to us, but um, but um, yeah, we're not rich. We're just that's four. okay. Don't feel bad about it. I, it seems like you got a great setup going on. Yeah, don't I'd, worry. I'd love to meet your family and animals someday. Dope, dope. Yeah, I, mean, it, I like happen. animals. It'll man. happen. Animals cool. <laughs> what's, your, what's your what's your what's uh, your animal of choice? Boy, oh boy, I don't know. I mean, like realistically, or like, can I pick? You know, no, you know, it's, it's like unrealistic for me to want like a pet it's, polar it's, bear, but sure, that right. would be cool. Like that would be very cool. I think, right? We can agree on that. Yeah, it would be. I don't know. Take a polar bear class to like get him etiquette <laughs> to teach him etiquette. Yeah, I don't know. Because you can't just have a polar bear out, you know, just chilling. He needs to go to some classes, I would imagine. Learn how to parallel park. <laughs> there's got to be some <laughs> certifications. Right. You need, yeah, you can't just be like, you, it, it can't just be like, I bought one. And then like, all right, no, you own a polar bear now. Yeah, because now you, you have to get him like trained. Yeah, there's got to be some sort of license. A vest he's got to wear. Jesus mm -hmm. Christ. Yeah, right? This sounds expensive. It's got to like, yeah. at nighttime, it needs to be the one that glows in the dark. One of those reflective Because he's all, because yeah. You can see him though. He's bright white. <laughs> Not yeah, all. He's like huge. He's a polar. Bear. I don't imagine all polar bears are white. I'm sure there's some ones with some some stripes. Think, yeah. <laughs> I'm sure there's not any of those stripes. I'm willing to bet money. I will bet that there's. I'll bet you a, that they're all white. All of I'll them. I'll bet you five dollars that there's no striped polar all right. bears. The striped one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure, but I'm sure there's one that are like. I'm gonna Google this. No, don't. Right. don't. But you're an airplane mode. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, we are. Yeah, that's right. Welcome, yep. welcome to the past. That's right. <laughs> yeah, I think I would want any animal that I could ride. Mm. You know? Just for practicality's sake. What about yeah. a giraffe? That'd be cool. Because you're be already pretty yeah. tall, yeah. so you would need an animal taller than you. I feel like I'd the feel giraffe and I would relate yeah. on that note. You know, like, I also love those high leaves up there sure. that no one else can reach. Got some reach. Yeah, yep. <laughs> I'm always eating tree leaves. Yeah, you guys are always making fun of me. For one that. thing about Dylan, if you guys don't know, he loves tree leaves. Keep him away from your hibiscus, or mm -hmm. else. <laughs> That's why he's always got those uh, safari uh, shirts because he's always I'm like, <laughs> he's always blending in. in. Yeah, you do have so like no one steals his tree leaves. Vegetation. Your and then when someone yeah. starts eating his tree leaves, he just pops out of the bushes like, hey. That's why. Yeah. That <laughs> <laughs> Is he a tree or a man? Yeah, it's hard to tell. <laughs> Throw apples at them. Mm -hmm. Hell yeah. While drinking Red Lobster beer. That's, yeah, uh, I, I am drinking a... Oh, sorry, whoever we had, works we had, in this office we that had was a, saving uh, us for a we had, a we had a fridge full of beer with <laughs> Sam Adams, Blue Moon, and then Dylan's like, oh, what's this? Lobster beer? Yeah, I've never... Well, okay. <laughs> Hold on. <laughs> Let me first say, <laughs> it's not like a lobster-flavored beer. I think that's what it is. No, 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 no. It's just called lobster ale. It says a red ale <laughs> It's from just Maine. called lobster <laughs> ale. But doesn't okay. taste like... There's no... That wasn't the best point. There's no, there's no lobster influence. <laughs> there is oh, also man. a big claw is its logo, but it says Belfast Bay, a red ale from Maine. I think it's just, you know, it's just Maine, you have a lobster, why not, right? But this is definitely... The more I think about it, like someone who works here was like brought this from home. Yeah, I was like saving this, <laughs> saving this till Maine well, won the Ryder Cup or something. I don't know. What, yeah. what is Maine good at? Ryder Cup's golf, right? I would imagine. Uh, I don't, I don't yeah, know no, that's golf. yeah, it's golf. But I would imagine boating. They got some good yeah, boats. Like a good sailing. Good America's Cup, maybe. Yep. Either way, they're not going to celebrate with this beer because I'm drinking it right now. Yeah, um, it's pretty good, Maine person. That's right, <laughs> sucker. <it>. Yeah, <laughs> take us back to your earlier roots. <laughs> you know, when you were just a ye, a ye comedian, a ye, young, a ye, yeah, 
<laughs> a young, yeah, a young man, 13, 14 year old Dylan, his first riff, when he discovered the power of riffing. Oh boy, I don't know. We, I definitely the You're earliest in class riffs, algebra. The earliest riffs know, were 100 percent my brother. X is X, my dad. X and sure. Y's in the equation. You're just I like, know, boy. <laughs> Although if I could just riff my way out of this exam. Riffs <laughs> would definitely be like, ah, oh boy, I don't want to, I don't want to be in this class. So let me distract everybody. We got to backtrack. We got to also yeah. state another uh, fun fact about Dylan Meyer. He's from Rockville, Maryland. Wow. Another Montgomery County. Moco in the house, Moco, baby. Dang. You know, <laughs> as you know, DJ Bo and I were, were of Silver Spring descent. Yep. You know, Bo and I, we met uh, in Argyle Middle School when Bo arrived from I Africa. The boat. Yeah, not a literal. He flew. Oh, yeah. I did. He was a flying boat. boat. Yes, yeah. a flying boat. Yep. Left his acres and all that gold he had. Yep, to his, come live a humble life in Silver life Wakanda for America. <laughs> yep, his goats are still suffering from depression from missing yep. goat. Yeah. The dancing goats. His first audiences were goats. <laughs> <laughs> just spinning records for goats. <laughs> I just want to uh, make it clear that uh, Dylan Meyer did not say the goat thing. <laughs> uh, I respect all people. <laughs> yeah, man. Shout out to Bo and his goats, man. Nice. He'll, Hell yeah. We're going to have a good Instagram video in this summer. Drop it. Yeah, dude. You guys should. You guys should go on world tour. Shit. You know what I mean? Why not? Take the Why summer not? off. Flex those abs. I know you're going for abs right now, Martin. I heard you went to the gym and ran right. earlier. Yeah, I went to the gym. You're on an ab hunt. <laughs> I can sense it. It's the, it's the ab, but it's also uh, just not gaining more weight. Mm, sure. That's, yeah. what's, that's what's hurting You're me. liable to end up looking like me. I wonder what abs are like. Abs, uh, never had abs. Would yeah. love to know. I'll bet DJ was. You can get some you, abs under there right now. You got abs, don't you? They're, they're overrated. Okay. <laughs> oh, it says someone with abs. You wouldn't trade with me, would you? Uh, of course not. <laughs> <laughs> Dylan, Dylan of Rockville descent. Tell us about uh, Rockville High School, man. Oh boy. Twinbrook Parkway, <clears throat> Norbeck. Yep, little Baltimore Road action. Okay. Uh, you know, several cemeteries nearby. That was always weird, uh, creepy, right? Yeah. I don't know. I mean, it's it's your standard Montgomery County. He went to Wood stuff. He went to. Do you remember? remember Wood? Yeah, probably Wood, baby. Yeah. Power oh, Drive. <laughs> Actually, my whole middle school and high school experience was really jostled because they renovated our middle school and high school like both while my class was there. So I never actually went to Wood. Yeah. I showed up in seventh grade, and we were at over at Tilden. Mm. Yeah, which is going to be a very anyone, yep. <laughs> anyone yep. listening to this podcast who's not from Montgomery County is going to not understand any of this. No, well, I'll describe Tilden. Tilden is where uh, Sam like and Khaki school. Pants, yeah, yeah, that's was, true. was 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 founded. Uh, J Crew, a plenty. They were like the that area was like. Uh, in rec basketball, but they were like the rich kids. Yeah. It's Bethesda. That's where Walter Johnson. That's the school that I talk about in my joke getting transferred to a rich private school. That's like where like farmland. the kids went. Uh, yeah. I went to WJ. Tilden went to WJ. Yeah. So mm. it all comes full circle. Yeah, those rich boys. But it, instead of them being there, it was us. So it was just a bunch of ragtag, yeah. ne'er do wells scattered that yeah. had to take this long ass bus into this. And nice take us back to the early uh, the early two thousands because at the end of the, every episode, uh, Bo does a mix. So we want to know two thousand one, two thousand two. What was young Dylan listening to 
on the uh, on the iPod. The first, well, the first. This is pre iPod, I think. Early that, um, I did have a one of those like Zunes? MP3 players. Remember, it was yeah, yeah, yeah. like Nike. It was Nike. I was yeah. like, Nike's making. Anyways, this is this was the wild wild west of MP3s, mm-hmm. and uh, you had to like preload the songs on your computer. Yeah, and they were in just like that set order, so you yeah. just had to know. There wasn't. There, it wasn't yeah. like telling you the next song. You just had to know, like, oh, that's okay. Well, now we couldn't afford this uh, technology at this point in our lives. Yeah. But continue. <laughs> we didn't go to Tilden, but the, neither did I, technically. <laughs> um, but you had a Nike the, MP3 the, player the first. <laughs> <laughs> Nike doesn't make good electronics. Okay. <laughs> it was meant for like jogging. But you had it. We did. Yes, that's true. Um, so, what were you listening to? What was it? What was it? What, what were you first, rocking? With? The first album I, mean, I ever bought G Unit for myself. Nope. Was um. It was AZ oh, oh. Uh, Asiatic. Oh yeah, that was oh, a good one. Okay. The first one I ever bought because I was a big AZ fan. I and did that not came see out. That what about what about came out when yeah. I had like my first job? I was in like a freshman. What school. was it about AZ that you liked? I don't know. He was. I, I mean, he had that. You know that like Nas. He and Nas were boys, and it ju- it just so happened to be like. I remember I got my first paycheck yeah. ever in life, and I went to the I went to Best Buy. You know, yeah. over on Rockville Pike. And uh, I was like, all right, let's buy a new CD. This is like a big deal for me. I was yeah. like, I'm going to buy a CD. I'm sure it was like $400 back then uh, for just one CD. But, the, you know, it was like new releases. I was like, ooh, AZ? Hell yeah, dog. And then. Uh, what, what drew you to AZ? Because he's a very uh, insider hip yeah. hop. The you firm, got, baby. You, the firm. Mm. It was just one of the, you know, I was looking at like the the ten or fifteen albums that came out that week. Were you influenced? Was, like, was there no, any? No, no. Were you in a group? Uh, social? Did your friends influence you? Did you have some like black friends that were like, "Yo, you gotta listen to Easy"? No, Easy was already the Napster days. Was just like uh, obviously I knew about the whole. The For those who don't days, know, Easy, yeah. very under underrated rapper who has, uh, I'd say, arguably one of the best uh, production like beats. Mm-hmm. It's like Nas if he had good beats. Right, you know what I mean. That's a yeah, that's a good take on it. Because he was in a group with Nas at one point, and Foxy Brown and Cormega. I was a Cormega guy. Cormega. So if you want to get if you what talk, a, talk firm, about a forgotten soul. So I Cormega. grew up. I, I grew up on uh, the album The Realness, mm. which was the same time that you were probably listening to AZ. I was listening to Cormega because I was, you know, that was that fitted more of my theme. And we were like not that far apart. Think about that's it. Right. We were only like ten miles apart that's at right. some point listening to these albums. Crazy. What? Yeah, that was back. That was back in the Jay Z and uh, Nas beef days. Oh ninth yeah, ninth grade ether. Remember that? Man, there was nothing bigger than like showing up to school and was like, "Did you hear?" <laughs> <laughs> that was all everyone talked about. Yeah. Remember when a new video would come out? Hell yeah! They yeah. drop a new video on like TRL mm-hmm. and or yeah, back BET, then it was BET. Was, was like, the BET uh, countdown was uh, was a big. Oh, 106 in Park. 106 in Park, yeah. AJ and Free. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, Freestyle Friday. Ooh. Ooh. Remember that? Uh, what was his name? Jin? Yeah, why Jin yeah. yeah. on Freestyle Friday. Oh, my God. I feel God. like I always have this conversation of what happened to Jin. He ended up signing to Rough, the Rough Riders, Rider, right? Yeah. And then he put out one album, and it was like, everyone was like, well, remember when you were battle rapping? That was yeah. cool. Yeah. <laughs> and- <laughs> you know, you need a hook, I guess, if you're going to. Well, that was pre. That was like pre. I think if the, he, he like just the wrong time, man. If he had internet in the podcast, he yeah, probably. I think I good. remember. I remember like you know, t-shirts. Jin could have sold. In yeah, seriously, <laughs> he would have. I mean, if he was just like, if he could have been around for like, uh, 
for a fucking god what was that shit that the the video that was like oh vine if he was around for vine oh. just one punchline in and out he would yeah. be have a million followers right now but yeah or even instagram yeah, he missed out. Cormega's on, so his social media is terrible. I see Cormega's social media. I'm like, <laughs> man, how many followers? Yeah, not that many, but it's like sometimes I, I can mm. like he like responds to my comments. I'm like, ah, oh, this is. You're supposed to your comments. Sad. Yeah, what do you mean? I, I was going to be bigger though. than this. Well, I was going to reach. I wanted to. I wanted to shoot a music video for him because this is back when I was shooting music videos. I was like, man, I'll shoot a music video. I'll help him out. You know, get him help him out. <laughs> get him some good quality stuff. Jesus. I respect the man. I'll, I'll, th- I'll throw him a bone. <laughs> Because it would be kind of cool to have a, a, you know, a music shoot a music video for someone that you like grew up listening. Sure, to. of course, great. it's like opening for someone that you're like, oh, dude, holy shit, I used to fucking yeah, yeah. I mean, Tony Woods. Going back to the Tony Woods discussions, like he was Comedy Central presents season one. Yeah, that was like the first time I ran into him when I was doing comedy. I was like, wait a minute, why isn't everyone freaking out? Yeah. That guy is on TV. Like, I know that I know that guy's jokes. Yeah. Everyone's yeah, like, oh, yeah. this is Tony. Not, yeah, not just on TV, what? but just internationally. I remember I, I opened for Trevor Noah, and I was in the green room. And I was like, hey, Trevor, uh, Tony Woods is here to see you. And he's like, Tony Woods is here to see you. And he was, like, flipping out. <laughs> and I was like, what is going on? And then uh, yeah, and then just realizing, like, how much, uh, like, how much reach Tony had. Because he... People don't realize, man. He's just, you know, just just because he's still around DC doesn't mean like in the '90s and 2000s, he's been doing international comedy festivals this whole time. Like, yeah, us, like, decades. N- yeah, decades, bro. He's like, I think we're we're like sort of we take it for granted that he's around. So when he shows up somewhere, we're not like there's no murmur in the room. It's just mm. like, oh, cool, Tony Woods is here. Mm-hmm. But everyone else in the world is like, yeah, you. You idiot! That's like a top ten living comic right yeah. now that just walked in the room. I think top, yeah, top ten storyteller as well. Mm-hmm. His storytelling is, yo, that show, man, we had was. That's why, I, yeah, that's why we got to stop doing shows because they're too. They're getting. <laughs> <laughs> I think we have to stop doing it's, shows. It's too good. Honestly, man, I don't think people understand how good. Like they come and every. Obviously, everyone has a good time, but it's like right. you guys don't even fucking know, man. Nah, these lineups are just fucking nuts anyway well june should be pretty spicy june yeah oh man yeah no that one i had to turn it up a little bit yeah it's up to an 11 at that point mm-hmm. yeah, but yeah. but back to this high school music though you only give us one easy yeah give us a little give us a palette uh let's see uh what were you cruising to i was i so these were the first albums i like purchased right. it was that it was um I guess it was the one with Knock Yourself Out on it. I know what you talk about. What no, from that, that era, right. Yeah. Um, this <laughs> wasn't a great purchase, but the Nori album. Was it the what, it was, what, what, it was what? When he left, uh, it was when he left and he stopped being Noriega. Capone. Yeah. Yeah, and so he went to a new label. Mm-hmm. He had that one single on that album, right? Yeah, the one like, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Was, I was gonna say where he's walking through the club, but yeah, I know exactly what you're. On. It's the one right, that Pharrell, right, right. the Pharrell, the yeah, Is it grimy. No, not I think. grimy. What yeah, you, yeah. What, what you, you want? Nothing. 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 Yeah. Nothing. Grimy was on the album too, but nothing. Yeah, I know you're talking about. Um, yeah. Which was a banger. That was a club. That was a. That was, that was, I still dropped that. No, still yeah, banger. it was not a good album though. I'll be, yeah. <laughs> I'll be frank yeah, with you. There is like two two singles, and then this song about he was talking to his mom. 
That was actually pretty good. Yeah. And everything else was pretty yeah. bad on it. Um, it's all good. Nori, he had a good run. He did. He's still, hey, man, he's still relevant. He did. Yeah. I mean, jeez. That was his second, like, persona. Yeah. yeah. I mean, just just off the Noriega alone is, like, legend. So So you got the Nori. You got the AZ, Jada Kiss. Did you listen to any other genre of music besides rap? Were you just rap? I was mostly, yeah, mostly mostly rap, like diplomats, yeah, locks, that nice. sort of stuff. Okay, New York mostly. I didn't. Oh, that's gonna be a cool like, mix at the end of this episode. Yeah, <laughs> was it? Was that album called "Kiss the Game Goodbye"? The I Jada think Kiss I was think that. that w- oh yes, yes. And then the a, next one was "Kiss of Death." Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. and "Kiss of Death." I think I liked better that one. Had some. Great jams on that. Yeah. I really recommend it. If you haven't heard it, go to check out Jadakiss, Kiss of Death. I get paid five dollars every time someone listens to any Jadakiss song. <laughs> <Awesome. laughs> if you go on YouTube, streamer for free, five dollars to Dylan Meyer. Would you believe that? Wow. Yep. That's my version of goats. Look at guys. Yep. Royalties. I, I saw a meme of Jadakiss today with this like uh I, every time I'm having a bad day, I look at this I look at Jadakiss's hairline and there's like a picture of it. <laughs> <laughs> that was a meme, and then I was like, I gotta unfollow this guy. This guy hasn't. <laughs> this guy hasn't mean. He has, no, it just hasn't been any good stuff coming from. I'm, I've been on an unfollowing streak lately, just because I'm just like my just being bombarded with like these terrible, terrible memes. Yeah, like, uh, don't you hate when you see a bad meme and like they put their handle like real prominently? I'm like, you sure you want everyone to know you're responsible for this? <laughs> well, uh, you went to Rockville. Then, then uh, did you go to Montgomery College, or did you go uh, straight to the four-year? Oh, no. Everyone dabbles at Montgomery College for a little uh, bit. Yeah. yeah, that's where did you go. Did a little in. community college stint. Mm-hmm. You know, you go. Juco. You, f- you find out where else you can buy weed yeah. near your house. Uh, and then that was it. Got out of there. You right. got a, Did you get a basketball scholarship? For those – so Dylan is <laughs> six foot four? Uh, you know, and five-eighths. But, I mean, he's counting at this point. <laughs> <laughs> Never played a, never held a basketball in a day of his life. <laughs> Just when I showed oh. up to middle school, yeah. I was I I never did play basketball, and I was I could not be any worse. Like. If you just picture someone who's very bad at basketball, that's gotta yeah. that's gotta traumatize you just having blessed with height and then just not being good. Because well, everyone assumes is just right. like, oh, I'll right. take the tall kid. Don't know him. Look how tall he is, though. He's gonna be great. Right. I can already. Imagine but you did it. play for the team, right? At one point. In middle school, like seventh grade, it wouldn't even it would have been absurd for me to try out for the team i've right. been laughed out of the gym but just like who my friends were and how tall freakishly tall i was yeah it was like yeah i should probably like figure out how to play basketball so after in eighth grade i was like all right i'm gonna try out you know <laughs> then i got cut so i was like all right well maybe <laughs> you didn't make it in middle didn't school, make it in middle school baby no they were, they didn't there was another tall kid so they didn't mm. need me they're like this guy doesn't fall down as often. And that's when Dylan picked up a pen and paper and started writing these riffs. Just <laughs> <laughs> got, got in my riff. The origin story. <laughs> so I was like not too concerned if, that it didn't result in me going to North Carolina on a full academic scholarship. But obviously. You, instead, you played for Montgomery College. No, no, I didn't. No. Well, I got I got a couple I got a couple uh, uh, conversations about playing for like Frostburg and stuff like that but yeah. I was like I'm not gonna <laughs> what's the point of that but like, like all, hell but yeah like, but like all this time you know like you knew you were funny like 
Yeah, I always knew I was going to become a comedian eventually. Yeah. It just I just kept having a lot of really convenient excuses not to. When did it click? Like, yo, I'm going to do this. I think like, I just had like nothing. I was I just had nothing else going on. And I just felt like all my friends were starting to like they're getting to the point where they're like graduating college and they're like starting to get their shit together. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, because like, you know, while my friends were away at college, it was like we're all just kind of. You know, like you're it, college age, you're like kind of living poor and right. you're just like drinking beer and whatever, it's all fun. And then they started getting like real people jobs and they're like, Yeah, you know, <laughs> I don't think we're gonna just drink at your house tonight. I think we're gonna like go out. And I was like, Ah, going out. I don't, ha- I don't know how to, how to afford doing that. I'm, right. I gotta get like a, a real thing going on. And then instead of that, I did comedy. <laughs> I was like, oh, I got to yeah. get my life together. So right. I started doing comedy, which was the opposite, probably, of getting your life together. It's like plan C. It was like the plan A that I just like kept putting off. Oh, so you really you you knew you wanted to do this. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, when I was um, 18, my, my brother, for my 18th birthday, he took me to DC Improv to see Mitch Hedberg. Holy shit, that's dope. And it was like... I didn't know you can get in when you're 18. I don't think I was supposed to, hmm. but I think they like snuck us in or something. You know, just a lot of like, there's like six dudes that are all like flashing That's IDs. That's dope. And, How was the show? Um, oh, it was incredible. It was unbelievable. Um, you know, because I like knew him, I like knew his jokes, but this was like back when you would put out an album and then that was like, that was it. So you hmm. come out and like these are all new jokes and there was no internet like like big stuff going on so it wasn't like you could hear all those jokes the week before right. on this on this podcast or something it was like all that fresh. shit was crazy. fresh to uh, me seeing mitch hedberg headline at the improv and then who was, do you think was featuring andy klein it probably? was eric myers oh and um i remember it specifically because that was when i was like wait a minute because they announced they were like the feature act uh eric meyer and they said he was from columbia maryland and I was like, what do you mean? Like, comedians come from New York or L.A. Right. Yeah. Where, what do you mean Columbia, Maryland? That didn't make sense. It, it never, it truly, it sounds stupid now, but, like, it never really processed in my mind that you could do comedy, do comedy not in New York yeah. or L.A. Mm-hmm. And I was like, Columbia, Maryland? Like, that's no bigger than Rockville, Maryland. Right. And at that point, I was like, all right, I, I guess I could do this. Yeah. But then I just waited, like several years after that to actually try it. It makes sense. But that was the moment that I was like, oh, it's not insane. Yeah. I mean, it's, it is kind of insane, but it seemed less insane in that moment, at least. It seemed real for the first time. I guess. Right, yeah. right, yeah. Like, I thought I had to move to New York and yeah. get a job as a waiter, and that's how <laughs> everyone does it, but apparently not. Yeah, you didn't have to go too far. Yeah. You went down, you went, <laughs> went to Potomac <laughs> Grill. The street to Potomac Grill. <laughs> Shout out Potomac Grill Mafia. And uh, yeah, and then you you started. What year did you start? I am seven years in now, so 2011, I guess. Okay, and then your first mic was at, at in Rockville, Potomac Grill, yeah. And you wow. stayed there for five yeah. years. <laughs> <laughs> no, at this point, uh, well, yeah, almost like four. Um, yeah, I was. That was my first mic. That was uh, I met you there. Mm-hmm. I met Benji, um, who obviously we we see each other all the time. Um, 
it was kind of crazy how Rob, many it was, people. It was Rob Mayer's uh, room. Yeah, Rob Mayer was. Uh, I guess I didn't realize it at the time, but like we were really fortunate to have, you know, like a, a seasoned veteran. I mean, Rob at this point is like Tiffany Haddish's like feature act in theaters, and he was just there like in a seafood restaurant. Yeah. Wow. On a, on a show up sign up open mic like straight up no stage or anything. Sta- the stage area was next to the door where people mm-hmm. walked in. And they had one of those things where, like, when the door opens, it goes beep, 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 beep. <laughs> so yeah. it's like you're in the middle of a joke, and you're like beep, 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 beep. And then a family of four walks in, and they're like, oh, my God, what's happening? Yeah. And you're like, I'm so sorry, but the punchline of this joke is, like, anal sex. So <laughs> I'm so I'm sorry that I ruined your, your night out, but I have to finish this joke. <laughs> <laughs> it was rough. But he was uh, – he, as he was, I mean, he was cool, obviously, but he was very yeah. tough love and was like, "Don't do that. That's stupid. You're you're ruining that joke." Or like, you know, quit comedy. Like what? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> or like, he was like, "You're not going to get better just being here. You have to like go somewhere else." Like, I like you showing up here, but like, you have to try other things. And, yeah. Uh, and then fast forward, you moved to DC, mm-hmm. and then we started hanging out. And then we had this like we hung out one time at your place and we were just talking about because uh, when you moved you were like really trying to get into the DC scene, which at that point isn't yeah. where it is now. This is like two years back. There was maybe like uh, there was a good amount. Big Hunt was popping still. This it, was, it was it was like uh, the beginning of. I think when I showed up, it was like twenty fifteen, just after Big Hunt had really become. It was still I think only on Mondays. I think at that yeah, point. Maybe. But it was like it, had, it at that point was like these. It was like you got to go to a big hunt. Yeah. No Wednesdays. I think they always had Wednesdays, and they added Mondays. Mondays was uh, and uh, or maybe that was it. It was like it was only one day a week. Mm-hmm. It was before they added a second day. But and so it was. Oh God, it was like so hard to get on it because there was only one of them, and everyone wanted. Right. It. Right. Right. Oh my God, what a miserable situation. So yeah, I showed up, and it was like you knew me and. Milner knew me, and and some other men like Benji and some other people knew me, but it wasn't like I had been up in the up in the mix yeah. for years like yeah. everyone else had. So it was like uh, it was like I showed up and I was like, oh, "This is my friend from camp," and you guys just were like, eh, "This guy's cool." This guy's yeah. cool. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but it just takes time. It takes time. Yeah, it took it took you it took a lot of time. Yeah, it took you ten years. And uh, <laughs> <laughs> now, nah, Dylan, yeah, two years. Two years of just like, like going from not being on to like getting on at like, and not the best pl- I, spots. I remember that it was for like six months. It was like I couldn't get on anything I wanted. Yeah, and so I would just go to these these other things, almost begrudgingly, and was like, I don't know, just kind of like took took that as a little chip on the shoulder, mm-hmm. kept it moving, kept showing up to jackpot. Right, you know, right. Took those lumps. Those Sh- were <laughs> shout out to the Monday spot. <laughs> those were for those who don't know, Jackpot was oh, an old comedy man. spot that yeah. uh, I ran with DJ Bo and my co-host Jamel Johnson. Salute to Jamel out in LA Ooh. now. Uh, yeah, man, we had a show that was uh, it was a Monday workout spot. It was like the Wild Wild West. Anything oh. goes. People heckled you. People, uh, you know, didn't pay attention. They would rather watch basketball on TV. While All you're the on TVs stage. on, yeah. Uh, you know, Abdullah, R.I.P. Throwing people out, knocking people out in yeah. the background. Um, the security, you know, uh, that was the environment back in uh, the jackpot days. So it was wild. That's yeah. where I mean, that's where you got your chops. It was definitely um, a good working 
spot to like get get ready for the you know the right. better yeah. rooms. It was like you hate yourself during that set, yeah. but then the rest of the week you were better for it. Yeah, fast forward, man. You got into. I remember just telling you, just dude, just all you gotta do is just like, like, because people don't know you. So when they don't know yeah. you, just just go and do your a shit until people like know, like, oh, okay, this guy's got the heat. And then fast forward, man, you went from getting no spots to like I think like two spots a week, and then gradually. Yep, I remember getting like a couple spots a week, and and uh, still having a chip about it. <laughs> <laughs> I wanted all the spots, baby. <laughs> I want it all. I want it. All. Yeah. So uh, yeah, I just I don't know, man. That's why it's weird whenever someone, because uh, I'm sure you get this all the time too. People all the time are like, "Hey, how do I get on?" such and such it's mm-hmm. almost always big hunt or dc improv like how do i get on that and uh like i don't they i guess they think i have like a secret password that yeah. i said i'm like oh you got to email this secret email address right, that's right, how you right, get all right, the spots right. but no one there's three people that have ever asked me like how do you get better yeah yeah and i'm like that's what people need to actually focus on that's you what know? you should ask dylan meyer yeah. How do I get better? Please at- don't ask me. <laughs> <laughs> Please don't message me. Here's how you get better. Go out and just like suck quietly for a year. Just go out and just don't tell everybody you're doing this show. Just fucking sneak on there. Figure your stuff out. Be bad for a while. And then figure out what works. And then just be okay for like yeah. a year. And then figure out what works. And then, and then be good a year and then people will start noticing yeah that's a good point uh don't promote your uh your your, your shitty open mic shows yeah. <laughs> just get just get good i <laughs> just fucking get good man it's like i know it's exciting but when Stop you first going start on instagram live yeah, to tell man. us you're I'll, doing a show in columbia maryland we don't I'll, care don't don't step on and be like that's right i'm starting comedy come out to this open mic but I'm having, going sa- up having said that so it's not like I, it. I actually i did this i did that and you, what happens? We all did. Yeah, you get excited. You're excited. Yeah, you're excited. You're People sharing. are like, I gotta come see your shows, yeah. Yeah. and you don't know that it's a bad show. You know, it's not until later that you're like, that was a bad show. Like, right. Years later. But in the moment, like that's the best show you've done, mm-hmm. which is like well, how how you treat it, and which is right, I get it. Exactly. It's exciting. Exactly. How long does it take to get good though? Like, on man, average? that shit it depends take. on the person. Yeah, yeah, dude, that shit, and it's subjective. It's like, like what is good? Like you know, he's like, what mm-hmm. is good? Like, are you good at open mic good? Are you showcase good? Are you touring? It's just funny. I think there's uh, there's certain comics in D.C. right now that are excellent at crushing. Uh-huh. But when they're not crushing, they're not very good at getting back to that. Yeah. So it's like if everything's working, they're like fantastic. But if something goes awry, they're very not good at getting back to back uh-huh. on track. And there's other people that will like never bomb mm-hmm. but they never crush you know they're always like keeping it level sort they're of main, they can maintain right yeah. right right yeah and keep in mind these are only the same spots so they're like that means they're like dc funny the mm-hmm. moment they go like 10 15 miles outside of dc then they're not in their element and a lot of these so guys different. have a guy a lot of these people have never even tried to do comedy outside of like the the, the three mile radius yeah. of right. like big hunt and that's 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 why I'm saying like what's like how long it takes. It's like all right, maybe five years to get DC funny, right. and then another five years to get like like East Coast. Because then you start traveling out. Like I just did a show in Ashburn on Saturday, hosted mm-hmm. a show in a rec room in Loudoun County 
for a group of like uh, rich uh, homeowners. And it's just, it's not like Big Hunt. It's, no, it's, it's not. definitely it's a so different. different vibe. Yeah. Uh, I did a show last Wednesday, which I talked about on stage at the Overachiever show. I hosted a rotary, sh- uh, I did, I performed at a rotary club, which was like probably one of the worst slash best experiences. Put me on at the end. Everyone in the uh, audience is like 80 years old and up. And uh, they paid me like a lot of money. And they just stared it's at me. Rotary money, dog. I still uh, have no idea what a rotary club is. It's it's honestly. I've heard of them for years. It's an yeah. excuse. No idea. It's an excuse for like older people to congregate to just drink and like give money to like a good cause and feel good about themselves. Okay. It's like a social club. Yeah. You know, they, it's if a, there are any rotary clubs out there? You can contact me at booking at Dylan Comedy. <laughs> Bro, they paid me. Rotary me. I got a whole. I got like new Jordans. A lot of jacket money. A lot, a lot of new. <laughs> like I had a fresh outfit the next day because it was so sad. I had to walk off the stage like, like all right, well, you know, guys, I'm gonna, you know, I did my twenty, did my fifteen twenty. Yeah. They paid me like five hundred bucks for twenty minutes. I was like, all right, let me just take this check. Hey, yeah, hey, man, we've done enough gigs where we got criminally underpaid. If someone wants to. Overpay me? I'm yeah, not about I, I to stop. Even say, I wouldn't even say that's over. That's like that's about yeah. my, you know, you know, that's like that's like that's the, the bare, going rate. That's, that's the going. That's the bare minimum now to get that's me. That's the new set rate. Because uh, at this point, it's like like Chappelle said in the special, like yo man, I, I don't, I don't, I get paid for the for the attempt. Like I don't get, you know what I mean? It's it's. Oof. That's right. Okay. I get he gets paid for shooting a shot, not yeah. for going yeah. in. This shit ain't no promises. No disclaimer. This shit might not. Cause like the, may not the be guy, what you're looking for. The guy, the guy who booked me for that saw me at the DC Improv, and you know, obviously, the Improv is the ideal place for comedy. Right. It's now different. you have me at a banquet, in at in College Park, with these high ceilings. You know what I mean? And people uh, are eating round tables. Yeah, a buffet <laughs> line, and everyone in the audience, be, like literally seventy and up. And it's like, what you, what am I going to talk about think? that connects with right. these people? Yeah, I don't know if the if they use Uber all that often when they're seventy. And it's not even that. I mean? And they, like, they, on top of that, they're like, "Don't do pol- don't do political stuff. Be squeaky clean." Mm. And it's like, "All right, don't talk about yourself or dating." You're like, "What?" I did a on Friday. I did a uh, a benefit show for a, a volunteer fire department in Pasadena, Maryland. Oh man. Uh, and was that the was, one that Umar was on? Oh yeah, baby. There was a Blue Lives Matter flag, like as the backdrop for well, the stage, word. and yeah, I was like, yeah. "Has anyone word. here? Who, like, has anyone here seen me before? Why did you book me for this?" Well, that's the thing. Like uh, when you say that, like I'm not. I'm like, in my mind. I'm like, yeah, Pasadena, firemen. Yeah, they don't. They don't, bro. Like only where we're like where we perform. Is where they give a fuck about liberal like shit. Yeah, mm-hmm. we live in a fuck, <laughs> dude. We live in a fucking bubble, bro. Super bubbles. Nobody gives a fuck about like uh, yeah. minorities. No, just <laughs> like when we went to pick up the shirts, like it wasn't that far away. Oh yeah, yeah. Like, I mean, that's and that, I wrote that bit based on like that whole drive of being on ninety five and yeah. seeing a Confederate yeah. flag and go I'm, an hour in any direction, any direction, yeah, DC, and they're not gonna think your Trump jokes are cute. You know, not like, at all, not at all, and th- yeah. And to be fair to them, like this is just not what they want to hear. Not what and they, they want. Paid money. And yes. they, come, they came out. They want to be entertained. Yeah. And just because you are like, 
oh well but the thing about Trump you know like they don't give a shit they just like fucking shit, make bro. them laugh yeah. and like that's what I did in Ashburn in Loudoun County I mean the cool thing is a lot of my the, the stuff that I have now is uh, it's not polarizing it can go either way even mm. if you if you don't if you fuck with Trump or you don't fuck with Trump I got I got a little something for everybody sure so I could uh, that's one thing I, I've been able to escape Gainesville like uh on, on a slim, slim margin, but I've been able yep. to escape tires screeching. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's but it's it's been it's been it's been good. It's been good for me. That's why I say like, how long does it take to get funny? It took me five years in D.C. to get like to get my chops up in D.C. Yeah. But now I'm doing Gainesville, Ashburn. Uh, Dylan's doing like I was in. I did that. I did a Pasadena fire show like a few yeah. years back. Didn't go good. But I think now, <laughs> I think no, now. No, now you do I, a lot I, better. I, I, well, dude, in the past year alone, I've gotten so much exponentially better. But mm. I'm saying, the point I'm saying is like, you have to travel. You have to take L's. Yeah. That's really, yes. the, I, the, the ironic, the, the biggest, the, the most ironic shit about the, the Rotary show was they were giving an award to a, to a coach, Morgan Wooten. Who, for some know, oh yeah, baby, he's he's five star basketball. He's the biggest. He's like he holds the record for the most wins in in the nation of uh, any uh, high school, collegiate, whatever. He mm -hmm. uh, he was a coach at Dematha mm -hmm. for many years, and yeah. he, he has books on just winning, like how to win. Like he's just like all time oh, yeah. win wins. win leader. Yeah. Yeah. And I I'm literally on stage bombing, taking an L in front of the most winningest coach <laughs> in the history, and he's just looking at me, shaking my head like, "Gotta hit the gym, kid." <laughs> Yeah, tie those shoes tighter. Yeah. Pull those socks up. Oh no. <laughs> Beers opening and stuff. Yep. Hell yeah, man. No, I think it's important. I mean, yeah, like we were saying, you learn pretty quickly when you get out of, of DC or even maybe like New York or LA, like those are very bubbly places. Yeah. If you but, can get but out you get, but to yeah, but you even learn. like Frederick. Even Frederick. if you can get out to Frederick, it's like Oh boy. Oh yeah. You know, there's still plenty of, of liberal people out there there's like a art there's a i think like a arts college right in frederick i took a big l in uh frederick not too long ago man Future. yeah it's i mean I, I was out there with eddie uh pretty recently and and we both were like getting getting pretty sweaty up there yeah. i mean you had to work for it but but how yeah. much better is that right like you had to work for it and when you get it you're like mm, okay so that joke does work outside yeah. the bubble yeah. yeah, which it makes you interesting because like you you do hunt a lot and you're like, uh, you 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 normally always do well, but when you travel, it's like, how does that affect like your your set? Like if you do, when you're traveling, what do you change it up? Do you not do political stuff? Because you got enough non-political stuff, but how does that affect you? Or does that make you even want to rewrite some stuff or do new, like focus on non-political stuff? I think um, anytime you get out of the the DC bubble, you're you immediately are smacked in the face with like, I got pretty comfortable in there. Like, oh man, <laughs> because yeah. everything is just. I mean, you know, some of it you can just sort of because there's like the clapter because I almost feel you like just be like, hey, Trump sucks, right? And then the whole room is going to be on your I, side. I think yeah. it's harder for leave. you than it is for me because like, I look different. Like you know what I mean? Right. But like I mean, like by default, they're like, all right, they're all like, what's this guy's story? Because by like. I don't realize like when I leave DC, like dude, it's pretty white. Like it's like that. that yeah, a lot of white. Dude, a, a lot, lot of white in the middle of the country. A lot of white. Yeah, it's like a it's like a quadruple stuffed Oreo. It's like all the colors on. And so the, like the in, in the way I dress, the way I talk, that's why I bombed in Frederick because it's, it's just they didn't even like. I don't think they. Like, I was just too swag. I just was too comfortable in my own skin, and they just like they weren't really. 
They weren't vibing with it. <laughs> but I feel like with you, they see you, and it's like, oh, well, you know. A good old boy. Yeah, he's, no, I don't know. I mean, a but, little bit, but I also look ridiculous enough. I mean, I'm cruising in there with, but like, yeah, I'm saying that, but how does that affect your Because sure. that's why I'm saying it's harder for you, because I'm saying, like, they don't know what to expect. And then when they hear you, if, if you were to do your typical DC set in a, right. in a red area, that's where the cha- that's where the the challenge is. It's like I think what I where I can work that to my advantage is that people see me and they're like, okay, so this guy's like obviously some fucking pothead goofball, mm. and so they immediately put a bunch of they like infer about a, a bunch of things about me. Mm-hmm. So if I can approach one of those stereotypes that they assume about me. It then sneak to the other side at the last second. They're like, hey, wait a second. That's not what we expected. Mm-hmm. And then you can also, I mean, you know, like everyone, I can assume that anyone in any town in, you know, any town in America is like, oh, that guy smokes weed just by like looking at me. Yeah. So knowing that is like a card in my hand, not theirs. That's pretty cool. Because yeah. like, that's I a can good, play that that's when a, I yeah, want. That's a good tool. That's a good tool. Weed is a very universal thing. Until you hit the religious pockets, or until you hit the concert, like there's a conservative, we don't think weed's cool. Well, that older audience, even if they don't think it's cool, I can still be like, yeah. I, I can still flirt with it. And maybe I say, like, oh, I don't smoke weed, I just sell it, or like whatever, you know, like yeah. I, as long as I'm addressing it, you yeah. know, there's like elephants in the room when any of us get on stage to an extent, yeah, yeah, yeah. And you gotta kind of mention them. Has there? The what, was it, what was it? So the past, you, ne- you never finished the story. So you go up at the past Blue Lives Matter. So, all right. <laughs> <laughs> so um, which I, I'm starting to like. Uh, I, when, whenever you're in front of like un- people in like, the, like whether it's police officers or I just understand this is a different world. Right. They're a frat. It's a fraternity at yes, this point. Yes, the fraternal order. Yeah, and. Uh, and I don't have anything against, you know, firemen or thinking that cops shouldn't die. Yeah. Sure, that makes perfect sense. But like the <laughs> the whole basis of the movement is like a little dicey. I mean, it's yeah. obviously a response to Black Lives Matter and it's sort of tone deaf to you know, no one was ever like, well, cops lives don't matter. Anyway, I'm getting way too fucking political. This is stupid. <laughs> I'm losing Instagram followers right now. Okay, so <laughs> it was just like you know, we're there. We're there to make money right. for the fire department. So, right. like, we're all all the comics are understood to be there. Like, who's hosting? For the, it was Simbaza. Tommy Simbaza oh, was okay. hosting, and he went up and he's done this this room before, or like uh, this might be like a every year type of thing. But I know he's been there before, and so I was like, all right, he kind of knows him. He knows their sensibilities, and uh, he was pretty pretty blue up front, um, doing some you know some some sexually uh driven material and i was like okay like that's i would i would say like most shows i wouldn't advise that from the host set but for this i was like oh okay thank god so like everything's on the table yeah which i was super thankful that he did that then umar went first and uh he just knew that like they were were like oh you know it was a totally like a black sheriff moment where they were like wait a minute that guy's not white (laughs) (laughs) literally the only non-white person in the building um and uh 
you know so again elephant in the room like he had to address that sort of and like um and he was smart about picking he has plenty of jokes that they would not have loved right and he was smart about which jokes he went with and stuff like that um and then (laughs) later i will say that the headliner he uh he did say at one point that he's like i think trump's my favorite president and they, there was some <laughs> applause. There was some applause, and I was like, "All right, uh, <laughs> fine. I mean, whatever. <laughs> we we get it, Pasadena. Like, we get it, man. Yeah, you hated that brown guy earlier. We we hear you <laughs> loud and clear. Um, but yeah. no, I was. I just did. I don't know. Uh, there was like someone in there that was like a teacher, and so I talked to them about teaching for a little while. I had like a fairly new teacher bit. I was like, "All right, I'll just use this." Yeah just kind of talked to them a little bit leveled with them about you know i was like what do you do this is all the firemen that they're here what if happens if there's a fire like are you guys like is there a truck that's just gonna like (laughs) are this where they park the trucks like did you guys like send them away for the weekend are we in danger um but no i just i did fairly normal stuff talked about myself and then did some sex stuff Chris Rock was like, uh, he's like, it doesn't matter where you are on earth. You know, the politi- he was talking about topical stuff. He's like, political stuff, it comes and goes. You can write a joke and it's like no longer important the next week. Yeah. But no matter where you are, no matter what age or demographic people are, people date and people have sex. And so if you can get a good dating or sex joke, anyone can get it, like, yeah. no matter where you are. And, uh, so I always try and have one of those in the back, <laughs> in the back pocket. Yeah. <laughs> yeah Come please, through. Please When's the next time machine roast? June 20th at DC Improv. So yeah. for everyone listening uh, in Bolivia and Iran, <laughs> and Cameroon. get your passport. Forgot Come to DC yep. and go check out. Uh, what's well the date? June 20th. June 20th. Yeah, we're going to have some some bangers on that one. Tenile, Joe Kim coming through. Klein dog on it. Andrew Dice Klein is going to be on it. Uh, what? <laughs> <laughs> DC Improv, check it out. It's a uh, it's a great show. We had uh, thank you. we had it on the uh, Underground Comedy Fest. Yeah, do one of the highlights. It was sweet. Oh man, that was fun. It's every month. It's uh, it's I don't know. It's like we tried to get like a monthly date nailed down, but things a little volatile. So right. we pretty much just try and make it every month. Mm-hmm. So often as possible, basically. Okay. Yeah. But we'll be back in Baltimore again soon, too. I think we'll go back up to Joe Squared in probably July. Try it again up there. We just did the first Baltimore one last week, and that was a lot of fun. So, keep cool in, show. Keep in the row, baby. Got to keep got to keep those elephants Yo, in the it's room. Yo, like it's, like uh, it's a theme show where everyone does uh, a character, historical historical figures, and they roast yeah. each other. It's like being back in Silver Spring at the bus stop. Just like <laughs> <laughs> the lunch table. Yeah. Oh, my God. Oh, man. Took s- talking about taking L's, dude. Middle school lunch table. I was the king of, I was the, king of, the, of the lunch <laughs> table, man. Yeah, I t- I took Not me, L's. dude. I took major L's. Yeah. No good clothing over here. That was my training camp. I was fresh <laughs> to death. Oh, man. Poor DJ Bo over here. Uh, yeah. he, he had a tough time. Yeah, it was, I took a lot of L's. That's, yeah, yeah, I took major sure. L's. Let's just say he was on the other side of the cafeteria. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't on my Boy. side. It wasn't on my side. Uh, I was like, definitely not at the popular kids table. See, I told yeah. you I wasn't rich. I couldn't afford the, the kicks, man. Just hell yeah, me yeah. neither. Yeah. But Bo's, like... come, Bo, Bo's come a long way. Bo's come a long way, man. No, he's good. He's, good he's an overachiever. 
Well, we we saw DJ Bo at uh, at the Red Bull three, three style. style U.S. Open. Oh my goodness! Like the finals, <laughs> national finals. Bro, we yeah. brought we brought the flag out. Yeah, okay, we wrapped hard, deep. Everyone knew. We got to drop a video of that, like uh, the video that we have, like uh, with Bo on stage and us chanting. We yeah. got some good. We got some good footage. Yeah. footage. We got I never had anyone chant my name. That must have felt cool. Yo, like we had the place rocking. Yeah, man. Man. That shit that shit felt dope up there, man. I don't know if there's ever gonna be an opportunity for people to chant my name. Comedy is not like a chant your name type of thing. Oh, I think I'll get my yeah. name chanted. I think I'll get my yeah, name chanted. But like think about the last time you ever saw a comedy Chappelle? show people were like chanting your name. I think Chappelle got it. Chappelle, we, I went to see him at the Warner for this taping. Mm-hmm. I think everyone, I think they made him chant. Uh, oh yeah, because the the DJ comes out at the beginning and he's like getting right. everyone all squared up. Oh, you weren't at the last. The we had a hype man at the last overtures. Shout out to shout out to Mercy. Shout out to Mercy. We had a hype man. Yeah, hype man, yo. So I'd like to be a hype man one day. It seems like right. it's pretty. It seems nu- like it's hard work. No, it's during, pretty, yeah, it's and then pre- afterwards you don't have to do anything. It's pretty nuanced yeah. stuff. It's like you gotta like re- you gotta get some good. You gotta, have a, you gotta have a towel or white t-shirt that you can. Because the problem with that pump. is, it's That's like a lot fun. of it is like. Uh, Cause I would go like yo five minutes and he's like yo five minutes till we start the show y'all ready and like and like it would be like two minutes like yo it's two minutes we about to start the show in two minutes and I'm like and then I'm like stretch it <laughs> he's like <laughs> actually Mercy came out he's like yo dog I already uh, I said everything I needed to say I can't. <laughs> and I was like dude then you know I'm sorry I, I just go back we have a line we have a line people are buying alcohol oh right my now God. and he and then he's just like chilled I was like just chill out dog it's not he's looking bad. at a piece of paper and like are you ready is scratched out and he's like okay hmm let's see i mean bro that's basically what happened are you guys prepared that's why <laughs> i've tried to do that club the club hype for, for mm-hmm. bo because if you know bo does you know he has his own nights at show, like at clubs and i i, I think i've attempted yeah. i don't even know if i've attempted but i've tried to like get on them it's like you gotta know like you have to have lines like stock lines yeah gotta have stock lines like the weems like uh these are lights from the old country buffet. Like you know, those good <laughs> yeah. stocks. Yeah. You gotta have stock lines. And you also have to have stuff that you can say with people yelling over you. You know, like mm-hmm. you can't be trying to be like, and if you drove a yellow Nissan Maxima license plate, like people are already, yeah, you know, right. you just have to be like, and next. And right. it doesn't matter if they're listening to you, sort of. Right. Yeah. The hype man, that's why the hype single. That's why the, the single ladies is the stock. Single ladies make it's like the most stock, <laughs> but it works. It's been working since 1972. Yeah, man, because single ladies are, they're out there. Oh, they're out, and there. they're very excited about them being ladies and single, right? Yep. And letting everyone know mm-hmm. in the club. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> very important. The the free drinks will flow this way, please. Yeah. Right. <laughs> yes, I'm available to have alcohol purchased for me. I wish there was a thing I could do. Just so go to a gay bar. I should just call myself a single lady. Actually, I've been to I've been to gay bars before, and yeah. I get quite a bit of attention. I'll have you know. Mm. Starting <laughs> center for Rockville, Maryland. Every time I get low self-esteem. Frostburg University. <laughs> yeah, I got a couple offers. Uh, yeah, nothing really. <laughs> What's your IG handle for the people, man? Uh, it's your boy Debo, but there are underscores there. I'm so sorry. Well, I gotta ask you about that. What's up with Debo? That was just a nickname that in like middle school, like yeah. pretty quickly I got to middle school and someone was like, uh, hey, Debo. And I was like, 
what? And you're like, your name has a D in it and you're big. So that's it. You're Debo now. Rolled with it ever since. Yeah. Okay. Right. It was bestowed upon me. I didn't steal anyone's bike or chain or anything. Um, <laughs> thought you made somebody run in a car. I did borrow someone's bike once and the tire got all fucked up. And I was like, I'll fix it for you. And I never did. And then he moved. <laughs> Sorry if you're listening to this, Mike Reed. <laughs> and that's our show, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you guys for listening. Uh, if you don't already, please subscribe. Uh, and let your friends know if you rock with the show. Let your friends know if you don't rock with the show. Let the streets know. Thank you guys for tuning in. In the streets. Shit is fucking real out Niggas be hating For sure Violating Fuck em. But you need to If you ready, we can move. Just lose your man or hit the dance floor. I'll show you how to do my dance. Or I might let you play in the garden. Or sit up in that white thing and listen to the greatest of Marvin. The state got six locations. Take so long to get to the front once I miss probation. And I hate to brag. I know your man really wouldn't like the Beretta, but he'd hate the mag. And yeah, here go a blank check. Rock yourself out. But in the meantime, girl, knock yourself out. Oh, you model the Quickly out of town.
ahead of the rest, they left something in our face, not one, not can't stand frauds. Ridiculous niggas practice for the title hard. Me pick up the litter, I was born a bubble dog. Born to chain gang, shit, born to stand guard. Play games, you left nameless, fame ball. Promise that it's never painless, nigga depart. Convince you can overtake the heat, nigga, let's start. Strong as a stallion made, you better dog. And she feminine with pretty women friends, all dimes. Timberlands is how I like my men in all minds. Rough ride, you nigga, hard head, soft spine. Pass the word, must have stacks across lines. Come on! Don't want you to I really recommend it. If you haven't heard it, go to check out Jadakiss Kiss of Death. I get paid five dollars every time someone listens to any Jadakiss song.
cause I'm around. Whoa. 56, you know how I get down, down. What up, blood? What, what up, cuz? What, what up, blood? What, what up, gangsta? What up, blood? What, what up, cuz? What, what up, blood? What, what up, gangsta? What up, blood? What, what up, cuz? What, what up, blood? What, what up, gangsta? Is when I use it 
like a chunk, he's like a king, but he don't do a thing. He don't want the diamonds, want the gold, don't want the jewelry. He don't want the ring, don't want the Louis in it for the sport. Running circles round his competition on the court. He appreciates your support, but he ain't begging for it. And you can love it, you can hate it, but you can't ignore it. You can't be gas, no one you can try to sell him short. But you can't fuck with his last joint or the one before it. And he was born to raise hell like them country boys. And if I'm fun, then you better come confront me for it. This is the story of a warrior, I know you know it. True warriors, go ahead and make some noise. It ain't nothing to be making niggas paranoid. Hit your corner with my weapon, I don't know my boys. I'm doing a hundred trees in the fast lane. Kick back, piss king, piss king. Don't listen. They wrote a book in your life. Right. You think anybody will read this? No fucking doubt. Let's make history, homie. I think. You know we brought the hoes, clothes, and money rolls to the table. No fucking doubt. Time to manifest this. We the flyers, nigga. Bring it to a hole, you know? Gangster, nigga. Niggas better watch your back, it's so cold. Pinky ring shining, so act like y'all know. Bitches in heat for niggas that got dough. We the flyers, gangster. What you don't got is my natural glow. Counting out stacks and macking out hoes Pushing big dicks and packing our chrome Follow, I'm like a Lamborghini, Green Diablo, Cool VT, it's like DVD when I flow, feel me, I'm loved like the great, late Malik Silly, the one the player haters hate dearly, but can't dare me, homicide can't scare me, I owe by by the laws of these streets, sincerely a real nigga, the type that can build with ya, verbalize, bring life to a steel picture, it's God given, been blessed with our laws, vision, strength and beauty, truly my only duty is the dog's prison, play with me, I'm modest to them strays hit me regardless the circumstances i'ma stay filthy dope forever the lives stay low forever and fuck niggas cause it's hard to keep them close together one dependent no wife one co-defendant no forms of weakness i flow with vengeance niggas better watch your back it's so cold pinky ring shining so act like y'all know bitches in heat for niggas that got dough we the flyest gangster what you don't got is my natural glow Counting out stacks and macking out hoes Pushing big dicks and packing our chrome We the flyest gangster I do what I can do when I can do it Feel how I feel when I feel what I'm feeling Live how I live, it's only cause I've been through it Learn to try it, like it, eat it, and shit, it's nothing to it Burn it, light it, weed it, and off the liquor While driving outside, I'll never catch a vehicular homicide My music is a description of my vibe, of course My life, my sights, my thoughts, what I like on my fork Cause you are what you eat, you eat what you can You pray to bless the food, but first you wash your hands To wash away them bad spirits, don't bring it in your home Once you let them in, they stay and evil be gone Say it, I'm proud of Mace for giving himself to the Lord One of this faith, think about big anymore Of course, my nigga Hoss got married See shit is changing, we ain't these little niggas no more Running dangerous, I like the bone, I'm a peaceful brother Eat them so much, the girls call me seafood lover Be having they legs shaking, stab them, break them I'm Hercules, Hercules, when having relations The Niggas better watch your back, it's so cold Pinky ring shining, so act like y'all know Bitches in heat for niggas that got dough We the flyest gangster What you don't got is my natural glow Counting out stacks and macking out hoes Pushing big dicks and packing our chrome We the flyest gangster We put the 
Just on a solo vibe on As we hold a Kavon Kamikaze style Hold the cast, coaching us on Yo, it's killing me kill Understand, villa be real A 40 shot spectrum Make your whole embassy nail Identity seal Protected by Our energy shield And fuck a drop Cause that's that shit that got Kennedy killed Close the book Tort never expose a crook Between a knight and a bishop Wanna knock your book I'm a rare breed Never had a fear to leave I ain't like niggas with sight Too impaired to V We both hard hit Just like Camacho and Vargas Who's the target? Now watch how we close the market Motherfuckers watch your back It's so cold Possible 